she's going to say, like what she just said, I'm not going to try to chime in. I'm not going to try to talk. And she will, because Sheila cannot <laughs> not pitch. No, she's I that good I of a host right now. Every once in a while, but I will yeah. less this time than I did the last time. We're, we're going to talk about it. And Sheila's going to, Sheila, just go take a nap. You, you go back down and... <laughs> This is the messy back end, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail. So we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. Welcome, thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. I've actually muted Sheila. She's here uh, on the podcast with us, but her voice is and is failing. And her doctor said she's not allowed to talk anymore. So we want her to be able to continue on for future episodes. So because of that, I'm going to be doing the intro. I'm going to be doing the interview today. Hopefully you guys don't get sick of me. Come back, more podcasts. She'll be back on. You know, so with that being said, You know, with the pandemic challenges we all face on a global scale, many of us have found ourselves feeling more stress and our bodies are starting to let us know they need more from us. It's important to be prepared and willing to put things in perspective to reduce stress, change our mindset, and take care of ourselves. Stress is such a powerful and harmful force that it is vital that you learn effective stress management techniques to live a successful, happy and healthy life. It does not always involve hitting your wallet to solve stress. It doesn't involve consuming extra sugar. It doesn't involve working and hustling and doing things to take your mind off of the stress. We need to go back and find the root of the stress and eliminate it from there. Promise we'll be much healthier and happier if we do that. As Steve Maraboli says, you must learn to let go. Release the stress. You were never in control anyway. So on our expert segment today, we're going to be speaking with Trevor Carter. Trevor is a father, professional, and a coach. He personally went through depression eight years ago, carrying responsibility for his wife, mom, and sister full-time for approximately four years. He had to make some radical changes for the benefit of his own health. He did his own research on remedies and herbs, essential oils, fresh organic food, and reprogramming his mind. Now he actually has a cool podcast called the Yes You Can Podcast. And from there, you're gonna hear some awesome questions and stories from real entrepreneurs, such as myself, with real messy backends. As an added bonus for the messy backend exposed, our expert Trevor will not only share his experience, expertise, and the tools he suggests to get your backend cleaned up, but he will also expose the signs and symptoms of stress and what going through depression is like and how it took control of his life before he turned it around for a better life. Now, if you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to submit your question or story to be answered by experts like Trevor, Give us a call at 
888-668-6726. Or if you've lost your voice like Sheila, please visit us at themessybackend.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of The Messy Backend. Brought to you by our digital marketing agency, Lock and Load Marketing, where if it tires you out, you can hire it out. We wanted to take a minute and stop and thank you for being such great listeners. Seriously, we can't do this without you. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us these last two years. We've loved sharing our expert guests, our stories, our experiences, our embarrassing, messy backend bloopers with you. We've just loved everything about this podcast. And if you love the show as much as we do, we want to hear from you. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform or email us at hello at themessybackend.com. Who knows? Soon we may just have cool branded swag to give out to our top fan. That's going to be super cool. And don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcast platform. You can find all of those links at themessybackend.com slash subscribe. So never miss an episode because they're pretty fun. Then check us out on Facebook and YouTube for video episodes. And now on to our expert, Trevor Carter, for his expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. So today, rather than having a messy back-end question submitted by one of our listeners, I have a question for Trevor. Because as many of you know, I am a business owner, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a podcast host, I do all sorts of things. And a lot of times that can be very stressful and overwhelming for everyday, ordinary, boring, average people. But as a lot of you guys know, I am not average and boring. Um, I actually grew up with a disability. And a lot of times when we are trying to do business and trying to work, uh, we're always comparing ourselves to other people. We talk about that a lot of times. Uh, We talk about comparison is the thief of joy and not comparing ourselves to where we are to other successful business owners. And that can be especially difficult when you have a disability and you're dealing with things that you don't feel the deal with. Um, And so you go, well, I've got a disability. I'm a disabled person. And I see all of these able-bodied, healthy people having success in their business. And it makes it difficult. And I feel like adds an extra level of stress into putting on this show and making sure that I'm performing at the level of somebody without a disability. So welcome, Trevor. Uh, Glad to have you on the show today. Absolutely. I want to say thank you for having me on. Um, It's good to have the conversation overseas. Uh, We have to build this as strong as we can for the benefit of the listeners on both sides of the ocean. So it's all a pleasure to be here. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I love technology that we can do this you know, and still converse and meet up and everything. So let's let's talk about stress, first of all, because in the able-bodied world and just in business in general, because a lot of our listeners don't necessarily have disabilities or rather they don't identify as a person with a disability. That's a, that's a better way of putting it. Um, and so let's talk about that first and then let's dive into the, the disability side of things. So how, how do we deal with stress? What do you define as stress? Well, let's talk about that. Okay, thank you. Uh, I think one of the things is with stress, it's not something you play with and forget. Right. It's a very serious health condition. 
where people have to recognize the stress signs. A lot of people tend to ignore it and push it away. And it's important to say when you get those signs, it means it's alarm bells going off. It means something has to be done. And one of the biggest habits that most people live, whether you're disabled or non-disabled, they tend to push it aside and say, oh, I'll deal with it later. And unfortunately, later becomes three years, five years, six years, 10 years. And then people turn around and say, well, why didn't you deal with it before? Because they're letting you know this sign is so bad now that you're having to have medication. You're now going to have an operation Mm -hmm. and your blood circulation has gone out of control. So it's not something easy to pick and choose. It's something very serious that we have to take on board to acknowledge. Once you come across the symptoms of stress, it's telling you the body's trying to get your attention. So, So it's a very important part to play in recognizing those signs, whatever it may be. For example, sleepless nights. You can't sleep. That's a sign. People going to bed with stress on their mind, you're not going to have a good night's sleep. No. So people tend to say, oh, it's it's because of A, B, and C. Really, it's what's on your mind. You're going to bed with that problem on your mind. It's distracting your hormones, your emotions, and the weight and your thoughts. And it's literally fighting within you. And then when you wake up, you're still tired. Right. So, so these are very important signs to recognize. Uh, so we have to recognize these signs are alarm bells. Right. No, ab- absolutely. We were actually just talking about that on a previous episode of, you know, we need to, a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we have a million things going on in our minds at one time. You know, that's just what we do. We go, oh, what about this? Now this next idea, this great thing. And if we don't create, you know, to-do lists and tasks and prioritize, and the prioritizing is very important of what do I need to get done today? Everything else can be done tomorrow or next week or next month. And it's not necessarily a bad kind of procrastination. It's a, no, it's prioritizing. And when I've done that, and I've gotten a lot better at doing that this year is making those lists. When I go to bed at night, I know that all my things that I was supposed to get done today were done. And I can go to sleep knowing I don't need to stress out. I don't need to have worries and everything going, did I get everything done? What is there more to do? I've got so much work to do. I know that I can take it. Um, you know, as, as the old phrase says, it's how do you eat, eat an elephant? And it's mm-hmm. one bite at a time. And you know, okay, I ate the bites that I needed to eat today. And tomorrow mm-hmm. there will be more bites and the next day and the next day. But I don't need to worry about that right now as I'm going to sleep. So you're absolutely right. I know for me, when I, when I reduce that stress, I get such a better night's sleep. I wake up feeling refreshed. I wake up before my alarm's going off and I'm like, oh no. And naturally, because of old habits, I wake up with that stress going, did I sleep in through my alarm? And then I look at it and it's about to go off in two minutes. And I go, oh, because my body says, you know what, Nate, you're rested. You're no longer stressed. So you're, that's, that's great. Um, what are some other symptoms? Because you, you, you said symptoms with, with an S at yeah. both ends of the word. What are some other symptoms or signs that our body is warning us, hey, you have stress. We need to take care of this. 
Very good question. Um, stress leads to chronic illnesses. Mm-hmm. The things that you pick up, for example, one is sleepless now. Number two, your memory cells is lowering down the capacity of your thinking. You put down your car keys and you're running around and say, oh, where did I put my car keys? Mm-hmm. That's another sign of stress. The other sign of stress is you're constantly sitting down and you're not hungry, but you're constantly eating sugar. You go and eat biscuits. You have a, a cup of coffee, which got a lot of sugar in it. Mm-hmm. So what's happening there, your, your emotions, is actually pumping over. It's circulating itself over in like a rushing water. It means it's hyperactive. Mm-hmm. So therefore, what do you do to balance all that to avoid chronic illnesses? You have to be mindful of what you put in your mouth. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Technically, we're not supposed to put anything in our mouth that's going to harm our body. That's going to bring up your blood sugar level. That's going to bring you to be more hyperactive. That's going to make you be more, uh, it's going to cause distraction. So these are signs that we have to recognize. And also thinking about things that you shouldn't be thinking about, which is going to cause stress. So if you're a business entrepreneur, which you all are, There are certain things we have to prioritize in terms of where should my mind be focused on right now? Mm -hmm. One stage at a time. Some people take on five, but what happened, the reason why they're taking on five different roles is because they're not prioritized or being specific about certain roles and tasks that can make their business grow and get revenue. What's happening is they're taking on everything, thinking it needs everything. No, you don't. You need to do one task at a time. You need to go to the board and write down and say, right, Monday, 7 o'clock, A, B, C. This is what I'm going to do. Anything else come between that, I'm not going to be distracted. Right. Here's the thing about stress. Stress kills. Minor stress kills. Now, if you look at cancer, Everybody knows about cancer. Cancer has a way of diagnosing you with certain cancer. There's a risk of being alive, the risk of being dead. Now, with stress, it's the same. People don't realize minor stress just kill. People, people be literally killed by minor stress. Mm-hmm. So again, there are certain symptoms that you would recognize yourself that are coming as alarm bells. You have to take action. You have to get on top of it. You have to be honest with yourself. That's another thing. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to say, hold on a minute. What is going on here? Right. I, need to get, I need to get on top of this. And some people are not honest to themselves. You're just going to go around in circles with the same scenarios coming to you all the time. Right. Because they're not dealing with it. So stress is not a game. Like I said, it's a reality. Mm-hmm. And we've got to level down our stress level, how we live, our family, how we communicate, where we go, what we do, what we eat, and how we sleep. So mm-hmm. a combination of all that, there is a, what we call you have to be accountable. Mm-hmm. You are accountable for what you are bringing into your life. Nobody else can do that for you. Right. You may, you may be warned, you may be corrected, but hey, did you listen to what the person said? That's your responsibility. Right. People tend to go back to the person and say, oh, you told me so and so, it didn't work. It didn't work because you didn't do what I told you to do. 
<laughs> you, now, now you're sounding like my mom, <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> like, hey, mom, you told me to do this. Well, did you do it exactly how I told you? No. All right. Well, that's why. Um, yeah. No, you're, you're totally right. And one thing that I just want to interject in there, um, you, you kind of brought up the idea of um, when, when we're stressed, we we go and we you know drink sodas or consume the you know the sugary foods or whatever and. For me personally, that's not what I do when I'm stressed, but I, I can relate to that because I think a lot of times what we do is we, we go and we seek out that comfort and that minor band-aid. Like you said, stress is a, it's, it's a condition and it, there are red flags and we're putting band-aids on it by doing something that we find comfort in, that we can get that immediate you know, dopamine release uh, mm-hmm. to say, hey, you know what? I feel temporarily better now. And you you do absolutely need to be honest with yourself and say yeah. why am i consuming this and so for me personally my addiction i guess you want to call it isn't sugary you know sweets or anything like that mine is if when i start getting stressed out i want to tune everything else out and just like go on social media and scroll because it's mind numbing i don't have to do anything it's just let me let me do that and mm-hmm. Man, Trevor, high five to knowing that about the the stress and being you know honest with yourself because I had to pay a therapist a lot more than you know our listeners are getting for free here for her to tell me that she goes, what are you feeling every time you want to go on there and put away your responsibilities and do and and we figured out it was stress. Stress was what was triggering that. Okay, no, I want to go do this. You know, whatever it is drinking soda, coffee, all of that sugar, whatever, those harmful habits are often led on by stress. So Trevor, we're going to segue into, I believe that you actually have quite an interesting story about what might happen if we don't listen to stress and we don't listen to those, those symptoms or those red flags coming up, right? Uh, yes. Let's talk those- about it. Those symptoms are anxiety, high blood pressure, diabetes. Um, it's different levels of chronic illnesses. It's a number of combination of illness that happens within the body. Mm. Your blood pressure goes high. Your immune system drops. So once your immune system drops, it actually marries other chronic illnesses within your body. Mm-hmm. For example, anxiety. Always always alert and always panicking every five minutes. Yeah, that's a sign of stress and Mm. other combinations that cause chronic illnesses. Believe it or not, it goes deeper. It does cause cancer. I believe that. Yeah, it's married to it because when you look at the way the body operates, you have the hormones and you have the emotions. Now, whatever you feel, Let's say, for example, I'll give you an example. Uh, let's say somebody's nervous. They're going on a stage of 5,000 people. They've never spoken in front of 5,000 people before. Automatically, the thought coming to their mind is, oh, all these people are going to be looking at me. I don't know what to say. What if I freak out on the stage? What happens if everything goes wrong? Here's a question. What happens to the body? It starts getting hot. Get on the stage. Because you've got that image, the body starts attacking me. Your high blood pressure starts going up. And the people say to you, calm down, calm down, calm down, have a drink of water. That's how stress works. 
Right. It's the same symptom. It's just that when you, another thing is listening to your body. Your body has a language. It speaks to you. Right. Yeah. So when oh, the body's absolutely. speaking to you, you know, it's a real evidence of that. Right. You no, know? when your body's speaking to you, it's speaking to you to get your attention. Mm-hmm. So when certain, certain things like people break out in certain modes on their body, that's stress. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, from a medical perspective, some people do get situations where they can literally smell things come through their pores. Wow. Yes. Why? Because there's so much chemical release going on in the body, it comes to the surface. Right. Which is that, why some people, before going on stage, speaking to 5,000 people, that's why they sweat. It's not necessarily yes. that it's that it's hot there, but their body is hot because it's getting agitated, agitated and heat is just movement. That's, that's all heat is, is, uh, is energy moving and flowing. And the more energy that's going through our body, and in this case, bad energy, it's because we've got good energies and bad energies. If we have too much bad energy going through our body, yeah, we our body tries to expel it, expunge it. It stinks. <laughs> we don't yes. like it. Yeah. Then you start worrying about that, and it's just, oh, okay, wow. Um, whereas if we we replace that with with positive energies and de-stressing and everything, now we're we've got healthy energies in our bodies. And yeah. I, I know that on your podcast, you you've talked about. Um, you know, the fact that you made some radical changes to your life, you know, changed what you eat, like what you were saying earlier, what you put Mm -hmm. into your body, you know, through your mouth and everything like that. Um, that is a big, that's, that's bringing good energy into our body. Right. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit. We usually don't talk about like health and, and nature and everything, but that's a, that's an essential important part of being right. an entrepreneur and being a business owner. We need to take care of our bodies, just like we yep. take care of our websites and our social media and you know bookkeeping and everything. We need to take care of ourselves because we can't just replace it with a new website or replace it with a, a new tax system. We, we, we've got one body and we got, we got to be grateful for the one that we have. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Um, I to realize how the body we work with is so essential to take full-time care of it. Mm-hmm. That body relies on us to take responsibility in caring for it, nourishing it, feeding it, reading the right books, and etc. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing that regular, the body will give you a trigger of sign saying, help, I need help. Mm-hmm. Now, when I went through my depression, what I realized was the atmosphere, the feel of depression was something that allows you to become a prisoner. Some people get caught up it, never been taught how to release those um, stress, never been taught how to get out of a box that they've always been in. Mm-hmm. They continue to live in that situation, not because it feels good, it's because that's the only way they know. Right. So they create that environment as a form of security even though it's not right. Right. So if they come out of the box, it's because they're fearful of, will the stress, my depression get worse? Because I don't know anybody who's going to take care of me because I don't know anything else. So they go back into the box. Right. So when I, so when I came out of my depression, I had to realize, I asked myself one question. 
do I really want to live like this? That goes back to being honest with yourself. Now, I always say in my workshop, if you can't be honest with yourself, you won't get no results. Right. You won't get no support. You won't get no help because it's like almost going to a doctor. You go to, you say, let's say you, you cut two buses to go to see your doctor. The first thing the doctors say, what's your problem? Right. Can you imagine catching all two buses from where you live, go all the way to the doctors, and you say to him, I don't know, doctor. <laughs> right. You'd be like, why are you here? Like, what, what do you need? Uh, I just, I don't know. My, my body's <laughs> wrong. And it's like, well, where does it hurt? You know, that's what the doctor asked. Uh, absolutely. He's looking for a solution, but you can't give him a solution if you don't tell him what the problem is. Right. right. That's why he's there. That's why he's paid. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when it comes to depression, a lot of people can't do that because mm-hmm. they've not been taught anything different. They've only been taught one way. So... I had to ask myself an honest question. Do I want to live like this? What about my wife? I looked at my wife and my son and I said, nah, this can't happen. I have to find a way of breaking that code, I call it, of despair, hopelessness, no hope. I looked at them and I said, I said to myself, you got to pull your socks up now. You better start doing it now. Right. So when I did that, I begin to realize there is some homework involved. That homework was you have to work on yourself first. Mm-hmm. The second one is you have to be honest to reach out and ask for help. Yes. That's the hardest part for most people who are in depression because they always think you won't understand me or you make judgment about what I'm saying or you condemn me. So they stay in the box. Mm-hmm. But I have to get around that. But what looked beautiful about it, my family was very well brought up on health and remedies and herbs. My sister, who was working in the health, national health for 20 years, she told us that we have to take responsibility to eat the natural things as possible. Mm-hmm. So to her was allowing me to say, you know what? I'm going to do this. So what did I do? Alkaline water, organic food, and most important, changing my mindset. Mm-hmm. That was the main starting point change my mindset because what's happening here a lot of us walk about with so much toxic mindsets mm-hmm. toxic mindset is like bacteria right based on what we know based on what we've taught but yet it's not making us healthy right so all through that i reprogram my mind and that's when i realized how we can literally heal ourselves right we heal ourselves when you've got the right method when you've got the right tools and the right understanding, which requires education, right health education. So when that came into process, I realized, hey, I don't feel like I was five, six years ago. That was eight years ago. Right. I came out and I kept a diary under my bed and I wrote all my life, which I use in my course, in my project now. Awesome. So all my life experience is what I use in my course and program for clients one-on-one. Why? Because that's what makes the, the work that I do more real to my clients because they can relate to what I put in there as experience. So that's how I end up realizing. And I never had no medication, not one. Wow. When I came out of it, I've never had no medication from any doctors. It was pure remedies, herbs, alkaline water, essential oils rechanging my mind. Guess what happened? I started to heal. And how do you know you're healed? You begin to feel it. 
Mm-hmm. The thing that you used to do is no longer there. Right. So I was like, wow, what's happening here? So I begin to penetrate into that new habit and suddenly everything starts to work different. I start to think different. I start to feel clearer. I start to feel lighter. I start to feel healthier. That was the exciting journey. I said, hey, I'm not letting go of this. Right. So now I've gone that way. I'm now in the position of showing other people how they can do it. The what I call the clean, organic way. And that's what happened. I love that. It's, it's so, so right. Um, I think a bit, for me personally, a big turning point where I was able to, you know, kind of regain control over my body and my health was exactly what you were saying. The biggest turning point is changing your mindset because your mind is what's driving all of, all of everything in your body. You know, there are so many parts of our subconscious brain that control, you know, our organs and our, uh, you know, our cells, the, the good and the bad bacteria in our body, all of that stuff, the hormones. Um, and if we don't have the right mindset where our brain doesn't even want to communicate with each other, why is the rest of our body going to listen to it? And for me personally, what the biggest thing was is when I realized that one, I only have one body and I can't, I, I got it. It's a great body. It's hot. They messed up on shipping a little bit. It got a little damaged on the way here, but I love my body because it's mine. You ever, you ever meet one of those people that has that old, like classic clunker car and the car's Mm -hmm. just like, it's, it's falling apart, but that person just loves their car. They're like, I've had this thing. It got me through high school and college. And, and it's yeah. just, and you're like, why do you still, and they're like, cause it's mine. It's my baby. And they'll throw money into it and they'll fix it up. And but you're like, why? Like go buy a new car. And they're like, no, it's mine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got that relationship with my body. And now when my body's in pain, I go, thank you body for letting me know letting me, showing me those those symptoms that I might be working too hard right now and I need to relax. Let me thank my body for bringing me this far in this journey here on earth. Thank you for that. And when I changed my mindset from a, oh, I'm stuck with this body to a, you know what, this is my body and I love it. And it's amazing and it does amazing things to keep me alive. And we're able to adapt and change. And rather than hating on your body when your body goes through natural changes, you know, as we get older, sometimes we put a few extra pounds on. We we mm-hmm. we get wrinkly, we get so, you know, saggy. Those things are all natural changes that our amazing body is able to do to help us live longer, to help mm-hmm. us adapt and 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 grow and, and change. And when we look at that and we go, thank you for allowing me to do that, well, that mindset then changed and I wanted to put the best fuel there was into my body. It was going back to the car analogy. I was like, I want the best gas. I want to put yep. the best oil, the best uh, premium fuel in my, bo- in my car because I love my car. I don't care that it costs a little bit more. I don't care that I have to drive to the gas station a little bit further away to get the good stuff. And that's how it was with my body. I went, you know what? I love my body. Why am I putting this junk in there? And mm-hmm. that's why I was saying earlier, I don't get that like sweets, uh, you know, binging. I don't anymore. I used to when I was younger. I loved sweets. 
But then my mindset changed and it was, why would I put that in my body? That's like putting sugar in your gas tank. Don't do that, guys. Don't put sugar in your gas tank. And Mm -hmm. our bodies have gas tanks as well. Do not put that sugar in there. You know, water became my favorite drink. I used to be a Dr. Pepper drinker. I'd drink gallons of that thing a week. And now Mm -hmm. I love water. And it's, it's totally changed, like you said, with the mindset. Um, so I think that's, that's super important. And thank you for, for sharing, you know, your story and, and understanding that, you know, managing that stress. Um, you know, the last part of this, the, this podcast episode, I do want to talk a little bit, uh, about, you know, dealing with not only the stress and, and our bodies and everything, but how we can deal with our, our bodies and taking care of our bodies, um, you know, with our experiences that we've had um, in trying to keep up with those mm-hmm. other entrepreneurs and those people who can just push through those, the stress symptoms and signs because they've got a superhuman body. They've got that, you know, that Ferrari that can drive 200 miles per hour. We don't. Um, well, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. I want to hear some of, I know you've got a wealth of knowledge and experience in that brain of yours, Trevor. So <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. Um, what, what would you recommend? What would you talk about there? Okay. Um, to reduce stress, the other thing about stress is check your environment. Right. Is your, for example, is your office or is your home set up in an environmental way that reducing stress. Mm-hmm. Now, simple things like, for example, I've done an exercise in the program. When I was working in the public sectors for the mental health, I used to work in the mental health uh, hospitals and etc. I learned a lot about the behavior, the environment. Paint on your wall can change the atmosphere and environment in your room. Right. When you walk into that room, you don't want to leave that room. Right. Because it's so peaceful, you put a new carpet down, you put some plants in there, even plants are very uh, healing. I have quite a lot of plants. Plants are part of, it helps to reduce the stress. It takes stress away from you. So your environment is number one, mm-hmm. okay? A lot of entrepreneurs uh, end up with hundreds of books in front of them on their desk. They've got six laptops open at the same time and they're on the phone and making calls with everybody. Here's the problem. Your environment needs to be reduced. Mm-hmm. You need to make it more an uh, office where you have everything in priority and you can focus on. When you start having mountains of books and everything all around you, it's not helping you stress. It's putting more stress on you. Just the environment itself. Right. So the body has a certain way of adapting to certain environments. For example, when you go on holiday, I don't know, I'm going to guess in your country, California or Los Angeles, the beach. <laughs> Automatically, your, bo- your body is healing. Right. Because it's a different environment. Right. Sometimes we need to analyze the environment that we're in. It could be your home, it could be your office, it could be your family. Sometimes it just takes a little changing. And before you know it, everybody in the home said, you know what, this feels like home. Right. There is a difference in those those houses that feel like a home. Like we've all been in that situation. You go to somebody else's home and you're like, this just feels like home. I'm not I'm not yes. a guest in the house or whatever, because because those stress levels are down. You feel comfortable. You feel like you can be yourself. And I think 
I think that's even a, a bigger picture that we didn't necessarily talk about, but with with those stress levels and in that environment, we need to listen to our body and listen to where we do need to be. Our body has those requirements. And, you know, like like for me, you know, growing up with a, a physical disability, there are things that I will be more comfortable in than other people. Like I yeah. am the type of person that does well with you know, high pressure and cold environments. So I probably will never live in the UK. I love it out <laughs> here in Arizona. Arizona is low pressure, high temps. It's it's great for arthritis. And I, I, I think that's something that we can remember, you know, those those with disabilities and those without disabilities, we need to listen to our bodies and and understand that one, we need to be in healthy environments we need to surround ourselves with health, you know, de-stress, put health into our bodies, you know, de-stress what is putting into our bodies. But then I think also a very important factor that I'm getting from all of this, because you, you were basically like, you know, we do these things, you know, the world tells us it's okay to eat sugar and drink sugar mm-hmm. and, and do all these things. And, oh, you have to work 60 hours a week to be successful. Or, no, you can't go on those vacations to those California beaches or whatever. And mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing for me that made a difference in in stress and also just overall happiness and better health is when I realized that I we can't do things the same as everyone else. Just because other people are doing things and they're saying, okay, you know, I'm drinking, you know, three cups of coffee a day. And you're like, okay, that works for you. But we need to really listen to our own bodies and we need to say, hey, for me, that doesn't work. I can't drink those, you know, all that sugar and still feel good. I need to do what is for me. We all have different environments. Like you were even saying like, for you and for me, when you said surround yourself with books, I did get more stressed. I was like, oh, no, that sounds right. bad. But I'm sure there are people that de-stress in libraries mm-hmm. and, you know, with right. books and stuff. And so you need to just figure out for yourself what to do and not compare yourself to others. But listen to the advice of others. Going back yes. to the beginning, you know, of, of listening, listen to your mom, you know, <laughs> and... Mm-hmm listen to that advice and say, okay, yes, Trevor's got great ideas. This worked for him. Let me see if that'll work for me and give yeah. that a try. Would you, would you agree with that? I agree with that. Um, biggest danger, I think you've mentioned it many times, is when we start to compare ourselves to other people, mm-hmm. that's where the problem starts getting worse. Right. And I say, the way I say that is, you're not them and they are not you. Right. You have to work out what works for you. Right. Okay. I might put a plate of food down in front of you and people say, I don't like it. I'm like, okay, let's use a bit of understanding here. You haven't even tried it yet. Right. It's like, try it. Try it. Did you like it? Did you not? Listen to your body, how it makes you feel, you know, but yeah, stop comparing yourself to other, stop comparing yourself to, you know, past experiences we're always changing we're always adapting we're always growing like i said that's something amazing that we have as humans we are able to grow and adapt and learn from our mistakes um and we 
do that. Um, you know, Trevor, we've had an awesome conversation today. Unfortunately, we're, we're about out of time. Um, okay. I know that you have so much more wealth of knowledge. I wish we could just converse all day and all night. Um, if, if people, you know, if our audience who is listening right now, if they say, you know what, Trevor is awesome. I want to break up with Nate and Sheila and I want to go, you know, check out Trevor more. Where can they find you? Where can they f- listen to you and, and experience more of your knowledge? Okay, believe it or not, I always have an email address. <laughs> and the reason why is because I find that the email address is what I have. It's info at livingyourgoodlife.co.uk. You can email me there, and I will be able to forward you all the details about who I am, my bio, and et cetera, and et cetera. We'll give you a bit more information. I can send you the link of my podcasting radio station, and you can get to hear some of the episodes that I did on there. I've done probably about 22 different interviews from across the world. I just did one last week from Japan, somebody from Japan who was online. Very brilliant, brilliant interview. So, yes, um, I am looking at putting more of myself out there in terms of different links that people can get. But right now I'm on LinkedIn. You can get me on LinkedIn as Trevor Yeremai Carter. And if you put Trevor Yeremai Carter, you will see me on there and you can connect. But I've got big plans coming up for the next couple of weeks, which is going to be huge understanding more about what I do. So, yes. Perfect. Well, hopefully you'll have those big plans um built out to fruition by the time this goes live and if so we'll put a you know link in the description uh for this podcast where you can go check out trevor carter because he is fantastic and thank you so much for being here on the show today you know we talked a lot about some awesome things with stress and taking care of our bodies because we only have one body uh let's take care of it so that we can accomplish all of those entrepreneurial dreams and goals that we have so thank you trevor you have been fantastic thank you thanks for listening to today's episode of the messy back end we know we know you can't get enough of us so have us on your podcast or have us speak at your next event Visit themessybackend.com slash speaking and send us your event details. It's true. We love speaking. And we also want to thank our sponsor, Yes, Women's Network, where you will find the connections you need to achieve your dreams. Find out more at yeswomensnetwork.com. Also, our advertiser, Podserve FM. We couldn't do it without them. They get your podcast hosted and published quickly and easily. Visit them at podserve.fm slash messy to find out more. And a thank you to our advertiser, Thrivecart. They are the number one shopping cart software that grows your income from existing traffic with high converting checkout pages, upsells, and affiliate campaigns. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com slash cart. Once again, don't miss an episode. Head on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe today. Wonderful. I would like, okay, let's go on for another hour. Uh, I know, right? Like I was too. And then I looked up at the clock. I was like, oh, shoot. So um, let's just go down that road, Tanner. Or, um, Tanner. <laughs> <laughs>
Hannah. Wow. Uh, Hannah name. is her son's name. Speaking about tre- cheating, Trevor, she just okay. called me her son's name. Uh, well, you know I love Tanner, so that's that's a, that's a- it. Is. As an added bonus, 